ho, ho. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the tailgate. For those of you just joining us, we're on a road trip across America to uncover the mysteries behind tall tales, fairy tales, folk tales, fish tales, and urban legends, one interview at a time. We inherited a truck from our late Granny Mae, discovered that the crystal hanging off the rearview mirror was more than just decorative. It's a dowsing pendulum, leading us to the good folks behind the tales we all grew up with. With that, I'm Harrison, the Florida man. And I'm Aaron, the cheesehead. And today we come to you from the Publix parking lot in the panhandle of Florida, where the more northern you go, the more southern it gets. That, that's actually very true. Yeah. But hey, you weren't kidding about this Publix deli. Man, this is some grade A shit. Well, don't get too attached to Publix's delicious subs, sweet tea, and organized shopping aisles, because, man, you're just going to be that much more let down when you see the other grocery stores we got lined up. Especially when it comes to their subs, man. Or hoagies? Grinders? I don't know, man. Whatever you call them. Uh, sandwiches. Yeah, we'll just stick with that. Yeah, well, I ordered the Italian sandwich, and it's on point. The Italian sandwich was invented by Italian oh, baker Giovanni Amato as a way to feed his construction workers on a tight budget, in fact. And the sandwich you are eating looks American and not on point. Woohoo! Uh, hey what there. you got against Miss. public subs? <laughs> I, uh, I don't have any change. Yeah, I mean, I might, well, I might got a quarter or something. Hold on. Uh, hold up. No. Okay, well. Ain't money, but it'll hold you over if you're hungry. What is this? 100% bona fide Florida gator jerky, baby. Hey, I'm not a baby. I'm a una donna vecchia, an elderly woman. Yeah, hella elderly by the looks of it. Damn. You have no idea just how true this is. And I'm not homeless. You're not homeless? Really? Because you're wearing rags, worn out shoes, and a shell on your head? The only items you seem to own is that dirty sack full of God knows what and a broomstick. God, wait, why are there feathers stuck in the bristles there? Mm, I eat a bird on the flight here. It doesn't no matter. I accept your gator jerky, young man. And I shall exchange a gift to you for being a so good boy. Here, a six-pack of oh. peroni. What? Wow, thank you. Uh, um, <clears throat> Posso avere una birra, por favore? Certo, e cura birra per te. <laughs> Grazie. Prego. Wow. <laughs> Wowie, wow, wow, Florida man. First Spanish and now Italian? I honestly don't know that much Italian, but uh, I can ask for beer in 12 languages. Ooh, that is an invaluable skill to have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, what about me, lady? Where's my gift? Oh, yes, funny. You said you were out of change. Oh, yeah. Sorry, fresh out of that. And yet, I sense you have three quarters in your pocket. Wait, what the heck? How'd you even know that? You are a naughty boy, so I have a perfect gift for you. Oh, awesome! Yeah, boy. Whoa. What even is that? Coal. What the heck am I supposed to do with a lump of coal? Maybe you can use it to grill one of your American burgers. It doesn't no matter to me what you do with it. <laughs> Jeez, I don't want coal. Can I exchange it for something else? Of course you can. Oh. Oh, uh, 
Okay, good. Then I'll do that. Reach into my goodie bag. Ah, yeah, now we're talking. Ooh, this feels solid. Wait, wait what? A raw potato? Mm-hmm. Now you can cook the potato over the coal. The heck with that. I'm going back in. <laughs> you gonna double dip? Ah, this has got to be something good. A bowl of garlic? You can now cook a garlic potato over your lump of coal. This is generous, yes? What kind of a sick prank is this? Uh, you cannot blame La Befana for being naughty. Natty? Who do you think you are creeping up on people in the parking lot with your weird sack of out assortments and your broomstick? As I said, it is La Befana. Oh, la 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 bamba. No, La Befana. It comes from word epiphany. Originally, epiphania in ancient Greek and was translated to epiphania in Latin. And thus, La Befana. Well, that's all well and good, La Befana, but what's an epiphany got to do with anything? Not an epiphany. The epiphany. May I join you? Uh, yeah, sure. Let me just, um... Move my shit over here and, uh, yep, hop on, have a beer with us. Salute. Cheers. So, uh, about this epiphany. Sorry, the epiphany. Ah, yes. I would like to share with you the story of La Befana. I would rather you share your beer instead. Naughty boy. Zitto. Epiphany in ancient Greek means manifestation or appearance. And it was used especially with reference to a manifestation of a deity in the form of a vision, a dream, a miracle, or in any other form of health. So, like, like oracles. Oracles get epiphanies, right? Yes, in fact. Today, of course, Epiphany commemorates the day in which news of baby Jesus appeared to the three wise men on January 6th. Then how exactly does one celebrate that? I'm glad you asked. Because in Italy, where I'm from, January 6th is also known as a La Befana Day. Oh, so a bunch of kids get handed potatoes, garlic, and sedimentary rocks by a loony old witch? God, what fun. Only the naughty children, and I'm not a witch. You are a crone with a bottomless sack of garbage who flies on a broom. But I'm not use magic spells, and I'm, in fact, very kind. <laughs> Could have fooled me. I mean, it ain't all garbage. I got a beer. You, uh, you want some of my beer, cheese head? No. You sure? Yeah. Okay. You talk too much. You see, I'm good. I reward all of the good little children with nice gifts, and the bad children with ugly ones. But that is all. I do not give extravagant gifts such as Santa Claus nor Krampus. Uh, well, okay, how does your gift-giving work, then? You just, like, show up on Bafana Day and make it rain on the kids? I don't control the weather. But on Epiphany Eve, or Befana's Night, I come in through the chimney and soak their stockings. Yeah, you sound a whole lot like Santa. I mean, you're basically Mrs. Class. Mm, not so. I do arrive through the chimney, but I prefer wine and bread to cookies and milk. I hear that. I do give presents to good girls and boys, but simply gift of fruit, candies, chocolate, and small toys. Man, lucky them. The children wake up to gift to celebrate Befana Day with a feast. 
Yeah. So, Bafana Day, it's basically like Christmas light. Maybe I should give you call as oh. well after this statement. Christmas represents the birth of Jesus Christ. Befana Day, or Epiphany, celebrates the visit of wise men to Jesus. Okay, I get the wise men part, but I don't see how a witch... Uh. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, I don't see how a, a crone, who flies a broom but is most definitely not a witch, has anything to do with the biblical story of Jesus Christ. Yeah, so the biblical magi, also known as the wise men, also known as the kings, appeared in the Gospel of Matthew, if my years of Sunday school taught me anything. Magi were actually astrologists, and when they saw the star announcing the birth of the king rising in the sky, they went to Jerusalem to ask King Herod more information about that. And Herod, he didn't know anything, and the news that a new king was born on his land made him quite upset. Then he commissioned the Magi to seek out the baby with the excuse that he wanted to pay homage to him, but in reality he just wanted to know where his rival was located. The Magi then headed to Bethlehem, and when they found baby Jesus following the star, they offered him their gifts. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I, I, what? I know what gold is, but like, what even is frankincense and myrrh? Well, I'm glad you asked. Frankincense is used for fragrance, and myrrh is some sort of natural remedy. Fragrance? Right, so, two of them, so two of them go rolling in on baby Jesus with medicine and gold. Essential oils. <laughs> and that third dude basically just gives a kid the Bronze Age equivalent of, like, Axe body spray? I mean, come on. There is more to their story, in fact. Yeah, there is. Did you have a better gift? Yes, okay. the magic ran into an elderly woman on the way to find baby Jesus, asking for direction. She helped them, and they asked her to join them on their request. Wow, <laughs> what an honor. But she turned them down. Oh. She had too many housework to do. <laughs> wow, wow. The old lady quickly came to regret this decision. So she grabbed a sack of goodies for baby Jesus and ran after them, still carrying her broom, seeking to rejoin the wise men and leaving candy to each and every house along the way in case one might be Jesus. And that day became known as Epiphany Eve. Oh, poor lady, chasing after the wise men with her gifts and her broom, like, the wait a minute, broom? Gifts? Hey, are you the old lady from the story? Yeah. 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 Forse si, forse no. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but it sounds like you're playing coy, huh? <laughs> so so that's why you leave presents then? Well, I just well as reckon that uh, you were doing it to mimic St. Nicholas. La Befana mimics nobody. I'm still confused, though. How, how do you get your broom to fly? Figurati. Okay, dang. You know... Now that I think about it, your holiday actually has similarities with an ancient Roman holiday. Emperor Aurelian declared the 25th of December an official holiday celebrating the sun god, Sol Evictus. It's on the same day that Christians later adopted for Christmas and a festival. You have been paying attention to your history lesson, I see. Maybe you are not so naughty as a Befana thought. <laughs> well, in the 12 days that followed, the trunk of a mighty oak was burned, serving as a fire pit from which coal auspices were gathered. Auspices? Yeah. yeah. 
Where is it you think Befana gets her coal? Hmm? Are you, I mean, are you saying that you use coal from that third century? Man, just how old are you? Say pazzo, you never ask a woman her age. Yeah, damn. Yeah, no, I, spro- I suppose I knew better than that. Anyway, during these twelve nights while the oak trunk burned bright, Diana, Strenia, and other fertility deities flew over the fields to enrich the soil for a bountiful harvest. Hey, wait a second. Okay, okay. wait a... Wait a... Wait a... Wait a, wait a second. Those goddesses... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those goddesses yeah. flew around just like you do until January 6th, the Epiphany. Hmm. One of which I'm having right now. Are you... Are you a goddess? Qui si scoprono gli altarini. See, si. You get that, cheesehead? Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> So you're an ancient deity? So you're an ancient deity? Is that what you're saying? Because, like, I was going to say your mommy a lot of percha. Percha? Percha. Percha. You know, we're just going to call her Bertha today. Bertha? Befana? I don't know. Sounds pretty similar to me. The names may be similar, but there's a whole lot more going on that I reckon's more than just sheer coincidence. Tales of Percha. Bertha, they date back to pre-Christian Alpine tradition, still well known in Upper Germany and down south in the Alpine regions. Well, their name, Bertha, derives from the German phrase Birkentag, meaning the bright one. In traditional German folklore, Bertha, who is guardian of the beasts and wildlife, would appear to the folk 12 days following the winter solstice, which is... Christmas! Boom shakalaka, you guessed it. Oh yeah, baby! Yeah! The 25th of December, just like Christmas today, or Sol Evictus Festival before that. And, just like Diana and the deities, Bertha took flight at nighttime to bring about fertilities for fruits and vegetables, much like the gifts that Bifana brings to the good and bad children. Okay, a little suspicious. Well... Unlike Diana and the deities, Bertha had a hunched back, a hooked nose, and was old as fuck. Well, actually, kind of, kind of just like you, Bafana. Okay, I take my beard back now. No, 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 no! <laughs> Join the club, buddy. Oh, zero bigre, por favor. Befana is all of these things. Today, Befana is most celebrated on the 6th of January under Christian tradition. But Befana has a history shared with far more than one tradition. Hold up. I mean, I'm looking up more about your past, and, uh, man, this ain't all fruit and chocolate. How do you mean? Oh, I don't know. La Befana fascista ring any bells? Oh, oh, wait a minute. What do you have to do with fascism? Actually, nothing. <laughs> in the case of La Befana fascista, it was the narrative of Mussolini and the fascist party. Yikes. La Befana Day was officially established in 1928 to portray the government as a fair and kindly. After the fall of the fascist regime, La Befana Day survived as a family holiday. Oh. So, La Befana Day survived World War II? Well, it seems like nothing can stop it. Mm, not true. In 1977, the government cancelled the Befana Day. They cancelled it? Yeah, bummer. Where else are children supposed to get their annual supply of coal and garlic? <laughs> Don't worry, young man. For after less than a decade of national protests, La Befana Day was reinstated in 1985. 
and has continued as an annual tradition to this day. Yeah. Wait, so you live in you live in Italy, you said? Uh, what part? Not that I know that many parts, but I'll pretend like I do. Ah, La Befana lives in Urbania, a city in the center of the peninsula. In fact, the whole city comes together and celebrates La Befana during Christmas season. Actually, come to think on it, tons of kids and families visit you here in Florida every year. How is this so? Uh, well, Walt Disney World, of all places, they have a, sh- a world showcase at Epcot Center. It's basically like a permanent World's Fair, if the World's Fair was more expensive and less educational. <laughs> Every holiday season, they have uh, different holiday figures come out from around the world, and they tell their stories, and they greet kids, one of which is La Bafana. Disney World. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Interesting. I commend you attempt to share the truth of your journeys with others, and for this, Befana will allow you one more pull from her bag. Oh, yes, me first, me first. The fuck? Coal again? Not just any coal. Remember how the trunk of an oak was burned, serving as a fire pit in the ancient Roman tradition? Yeah. Oh, wait. Is this coal from that same tree trunk? Yes, in fact. Whoa, wowzers. What a neat piece of history. It is an everlasting coal. You can burn it forever. Damn. All right, my turn, baby. Again, I'm not your baby. Figure of speech, baby. Oh, well, what you got here? What the hell even is this? A piece of straw? It is a burst from my broom. Make a wish on it, and it will fly back to me. But do not waste these gifts. Well, damn, we won't. Uh, grazie. Prego. Now, I really must go be off. Hand me the broom, please. Here you go, Miss Labafana. Ciao, ciao. Man, this coal is really cool and all. Yeah, I mean, kind of same with this magical bristle. Yeah. Yeah. But our beer cooler is pretty dry. Oh, man. It is, ain't it? What? How much we got left? Yeah, I don't know. One? Two, maybe? I'll check real quick. Holy cannoli. What? Florida man, hmm. the beer cooler. It's... It's... Empty? No! It's full! Well, thank you, Labafana. Uh, wherever you are up there. And, uh, hey, Merry Christmas, man. And a very Merry Christmas to you, buddy. And for you folks at home, that about wraps it up. Got any Christmas miracles or supernatural stories of your own? Shoot us an email at thetailgatepodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at thetailgatepodcast for photos, cast info, updates, and more. Yeah, be sure to tune in again in two weeks for our next episode. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to rate and subscribe. It would really help us out. (laughs) Happy holidays, y'all. And see you later, tailgaters.